The Comedy Zone Podcast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. From Charlotte, North Carolina, this is the Comedy Zone Podcast. Find us on Twitter at the CZ Podcast. Email us at ComedyZonePodcast at gmail.com. Now, your host, Jason Allen King. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Comedy Zone Podcast Improv Takeover Edition. We've got Jason Allen King tied up in the corner. Jason, how are you doing over there? <laughs> and instead of all the stand-up, we're going to be focused on the other comedy that's happening in Charlotte and around the world. We're talking about improv. I am Kale Evans with Queen City Comedy, and I got a couple of special guests. Uh, please introduce yourself. Oh, my name is Gregory Highness. <laughs> Gregory Highness. Where uh, where are you from, Gregory? I stay behind the the brick pillar at the museum downtown, uptown. Ladies and gentlemen, that was improv. <laughs> there is no Gregory Highness. Whoa. That was Blake Edwards. Watch out, Blake. How you doing? <laughs> Great, Kale. Now, now you see how it works. <laughs> thanks for, <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> Quiet, Jason. Got you. <laughs> Quiet. And uh, Sam, uh, say hello. Hello, I'm Sam. Sam Hatch. Sam Hatch, everybody. Uh, yeah. So uh, we are here right now today at the Queen City Comedy Experience at the Comedy Bang Bang Show. We, uh, we just saw Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins. Get uh, some Q's. Yeah, they gave some A's. A's. They gave some A's. Very they generous with their time and their, and their A's. Super. I thought it was super. I, yeah, it was a real treat. I didn't know we would get to, get to be in there. And they look just like they sound. <laughs> That's true. It's a podcast, so you have a vision in your mind. It throws me off all the time whenever I listen to a podcast and then I get in my head what they look like. And then even yes. after I see it, when I, I go back and no, that's yep. what they look like. Kale, yeah. have you ever had the Comedy Bang Bang people at the festival? No. First time? First ever. Because this is which it's year of the get. festival? Well, it depends on how you count it. We started in 2017, but we took the last two years off. Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. So Comedy Bang Bang, what, uh, how would you describe what it is? Who's the, who's the biggest Comedy Bang Bang fan of the three of us here? Well, I have to say, I'm more familiar with the, their television show right. than with the podcast. Uh, from what I understand, similar format. Uh, television no. show and podcast? It's completely different. Completely different <laughs> format. But tell, tell us about the because I'm more familiar with the podcast. So you tell us. Yeah, let's start. Help me understand the TV show. Television show, I mean, there are Scott, clearly the host, and brings on uh, guests who he then interviews they have bits that they do kind of throughout the show little sketches and um it's a setup similar to kind of a late night show where he has a band leader 
plays uh, Reggie Watts music, Reggie Watts. Yep, music box they interact with and um, yeah so I think it's uh, not very much like the podcast from what I've heard interesting <laughs> just now do they do they improvise on the show um, is that part of the premise I, on the TV show I think the show is some improv but there are scripted elements for sure because they have to they have to film uh, yeah. the, some of the things that they do I think require a fair amount of pre-planning I and think especially compared to the podcast because we just heard them say that sometimes they literally walk in and like what are you going to do today yeah. right right so the podcast completely improvised the show I think they scripted some parts of it completely definitely they scripted like beats and then they might improvise within that but they had mm. this is going to happen and then this is going to happen and this is going to happen yeah and the show is significant the podcast because why would you say Blake um, because it is it's one of the if not the I'm going to double down I'm going to say it's the longest running improvised podcast improvised comedy podcast like one of the biggest um, and longest running comedy podcasts out there I think Scott said it was 13 years they've been doing it or since 2000 it's the granddaddy yeah and so yeah my understanding of the podcast is you know Scott Ackerman is always the host and then there's a cast of characters and improvisers and comedians that come in and uh, similar they will interview a guest um, and I didn't actually catch on to this till a couple of episodes in but the guest is usually sometimes they'll have you know stars on there but usually the guest is somebody improvising as a, a person yeah as a mate as a make-believe person and so the real people like say it was Scott Ackerman Lauren Lapkus and Paul F. Tompkins those three real people are asking this other person who has come in and is make-believing as a, a character, and they're asking them questions about their life. Yeah, and he said uh, Paul F. Tompkins has done like five characters at once on the right. show, all going on at the same time. Yeah. That's amazing. So, Jason, anything you'd add about uh, Comedy Bang Bang? Tied up, Jason? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's, gonna it's hurt. not stand up. That's his, for sure. Uh, his beard when he pulls that out is gonna hurt. Why did you tie him up, Kale? Because <laughs> it's a takeover. Yeah, it's a takeover. You can't do a takeover unless you take somebody down. Yeah, he was actually very nice about it, but Kale <laughs> gave him the business. <laughs> I was. So let's. Uh, we'll come back to comedy bang bang. But that's people now know where we are. We're soaking in it right now. We literally. Watching people go into the show to watch Comedy Bang Bang. We I've just also heard, heard that the show is very similar to the film Amadeus. <laughs> is that what you heard? And most people's experience of a carnival. I don't know. I've heard a lot of things about this show that I'm really questioning whether or not any of it's true. Well, it, it, it's exciting because it will be the only... This show that happens tonight, as with all their shows, it's the only time that it will happen. I love that. And Boom. that's awesome. That's the great thing about improv. You go see an improv show. Never. No matter what happens, it's the only show that will. It's the only time that show will ever exist. Yeah. That's right. Live Unless and in person. they record it and distribute through a huge network. Of course. In which case, you can of go back course. and listen to it anytime. Yeah. But for the people <laughs> in the audience tonight, 
So Blake, tell us about your uh, background a little bit. What's your Ooh. what's your relationship to comedy in Charlotte? Um, comedy in Charlotte. So I performed with a a group in Charlotte called Improv Charlotte for. I love you, Joe. I One of Blake's fans walking around. Walking I hope that by. picked up. I hope the fan picked up. <laughs> um, yeah, Im- uh, Improv Charlotte and the mission of Improv Charlotte was to serve the community through comedy. And so, yeah, performed with them at least once a month for, for 10 years. And that was a mixture of short form improv and long form improv. Yeah. And Every show, family friendly. Family friendly. Every show, 100% of the tickets go to a local charity. Yep. Right? Yep. Absolutely. And then, yeah, when y'all started the comedy festival, it's been really fun getting to be a part of that, you know, volunteering and kind of seeing how the sausage is made. And then that's also helped to get to know other comedians and other groups in town. Good. Sam, how about you? Yeah, I've been, um, I've been doing improv for almost 20 years at this point. I started in college and have been have performed also in Charlotte with uh, Blake at, at Improv Charlotte and, and with Kale at with, with Now Where the Foxes and kind of, I, uh, I, I really love the spontaneous nature of improv and I love yeah. working as a team. Mm-hmm. So I've always uh, kind of steered more towards collaboration and teamwork than sort of individual work or, you know, kind of doing things alone. And um, I just think that I, I really thrive and feed off of the, the, the enthusiasm and, and ideas that everybody brings when doing that kind of thing. And so I think that, um, I don't know, it's a really special, it's a really special um, art form. And um, I think that, uh, you know, I, I have done a lot of different things in comedy. I've never done stand-up but have done some sketch comedy. And um, I, I think that uh, it's uh, uh, it all has kind of its unique attributes, all these different things, but improv will always have a special place in my heart. That's for sure. 100%. Now and you that's how I met Kale. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's and how I met both of you guys. Met doing improv. You met your wife through improv? All of them. Yeah. He's I mean, still making it up. Yes. <laughs> just the one no um yeah we yeah we met doing improv in college i started and and i went away for a year and lived abroad and and then she started and yeah we hit it off right away so yeah improv was the second time my wife and i saw each other in person and actually the first time i met her mother so my then girlfriend now wife was like Hey, so um, <laughs> I'm going to bring my mom to the oh. Improv Charlotte show tonight. What would you think about that? <laughs> and, you know, with the basis of improv um, being yes and, I decided to just, yes, and it would be amazing for this <laughs> to be the first impression that your mother gets of me. <laughs> wow, that's what a coincidence, because my wife refuses to come to a show so i i still wonder see how that works i still wonder if she really exists 
Kale's been carefully <laughs> photoshopping pictures of a family. He's been making up stories and tales about weddings. I'm pretty weddings sure the kid he brought to the schools. last one was not the same person as no. the kid he brought to the one before that. <laughs> that they act, do not age that fast. That actor time moved to quickly, LA. But, yeah. That's all right. Sam Sam's met her, and I think he said, "Hey, Mrs. Kale." Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. exactly how he greeted her. I greeted her exactly like an eight-year-old <laughs> greets an adult that they meet yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Sam's mom. Yeah. Hey, Mrs. Kale. <laughs> the wife with no name. Yeah. Can we do uh, just a quick warm-up? Just again, because I think people maybe listen to this, they don't understand. They're familiar with comedy and all sex, but uh, it, with improv, different than stand-up, you you're. On a stage, not only creating stuff that's you like you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, you're creating it in the moment, but you're having to create it with someone else. Mm-hmm. So, based on a suggestion from the audience. Yeah, so you really yeah. can't prepare. Even you can't say like, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to talk about, you know, I'm going to be in a <laughs> spaceship and I'm going to be a, a captain and I'm going to have a limp and you know because the suggestion from the audience might be, you know. Jamaica or <laughs> Lifeline or can Banana. I, can I share a story that allows me to say that I met George Wallace? Please. Yeah. So George Wallace, uh, you know, legendary stand-up comedian. I met him at Just for Laughs in Montreal. And I, I went and actually I sat with him for like an hour and just talked to him. At one point, I brought up improv. You know, I said, this is what I do. And he seemed like... Not, not interested, but engaged. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. I love improv. That's great. He goes, but, you know, I saw it, and they did the same stuff the next night that they did the night before. Well, whose line is it anyway? They know damn well whose line it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, George Wells. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's funny. But here's, That's funny. Uh, For a second, I thought you were talking about, like, the, the former governor of Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know he was, was a uh, big comedy guy. fan. <laughs> I, uh, I have a picture of me and him on my phone. I showed uh, some comics yesterday. And one was uh, a guy that's been around for a while, uh, Ray Money. And other th- another one was a young lady that's just started, uh, Joy Wills. And uh, I said, uh, Ray will know exactly who this is, and Joy will not know who it is. <laughs> and, and she goes, oh, oh, that's George uh, Harrison. <laughs> said, nope. Try again. <laughs> Ray knew who it was right away. <laughs> Different George. Halfway there. <laughs> George. George uh, is a good guess. There are a lot of Georges out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got a good buddy named George. He's very so, curious. Uh, let's do a quick, uh, quick warm-up. So this is uh, called Three Things. So I'm going to give you three things. And uh, we just list three things that have to do with each other. But your thing is going to, when you say your three... It's going to start with the third thing that I said. So if I said, um, I need peanut butter, I need jelly, and I need a loaf of bread, you might say, I need a loaf of bread, I need a duck pond, and I need some hungry ducks. Uh, and then the next person would start with, I need some hungry ducks. Just like that. Cool. So, uh, Sam, I need uh, a large screen television, I need an HDMI cable, and I need a subscription to Hulu. Oh, that's interesting, Kale. Um, uh, so, because Blake, I need a subscription to Hulu. I need your password <laughs> for Hulu, and I need your credit card number. Wow. Okay. Um, that's not that's not a big ask. 
So, Gail, I need your credit card number. Oh, sure. I need your car. Uh huh. And I need um, a uh, trailer to bring back uh, my haul. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, Sam. I yes, need Sam. I need a trailer to bring back my haul. I need a plan for a caper, and I need a crew that gets assembled for one last job. Wow, Kale. I th- <laughs> let me work on that. But in order to get you that, I think, you know, Blake, I'm going to need a crew that is assembled for one last job. I'm going to need an asteroid hurtling on a collision course towards Earth. And I'm going to need a heartfelt rock ballad <laughs> to listen to on the mission. Oh, man. Um, this is, sounds like a very worthwhile uh, endeavor you've got going there, Sam. Kale, you could help me with uh, I need a heartfelt ballad um, uh-huh. to listen to on this mission. Um, I'm also going to need uh, Steve Buscemi. (laughs) And then I'm also going to need my money back. (laughs) And sing. Great job, great job, great job, great job. Great job. All right, uh, we're going to throw to a break and uh, visit our sponsor. Oh, no, we don't do that. Do we do that? that? Oh, we do that? We have sponsors on this show? Damn it, what am I doing wrong? (laughs) You're doing everything right. And when we come back, we got some fantastic guests you're not going to believe. If you think or know you had COVID-19, you can be around others after 10 days since symptoms first appeared and after 24 hours with no fever without fever-reducing medication and after other symptoms have improved. If you have tested positive for COVID-19 and you had no symptoms, you can be around others 10 days after you got tested for COVID-19. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash coronavirus. And we are back. We've got a fantastic guest that uh, is actually here to see the Comedy Bang Bang Show. Uh, we'd like to uh, please uh, put on these headphones. And, uh, introduce yourself. Is, is this is this right? Do I? Ha- <laughs> they feel like they're on the wrong ears. No, no, you're fine. They, they, they're I'm hearing you in both ears. Am I supposed to be hearing in <laughs> yep, both ears? That's exactly. How Maybe I should put on his. <laughs> okay, well, we got two guests. Let's trade. Hold on, hold on. You you take uh, mine. That one and put it on the left. Nope. <laughs> Wait a second. Can you hear me? I'm hearing you in both ears now. We can hear you both fine. I can hear me. Please just like lean right into the microphone and just tell us, please, who are who are you? My name is my name is Gary (laughs) Gary Sanders. (laughs) Gary, are you a Charlotte native? Uh, No, I am a transplant. Oh, uh, everybody's from somewhere else. Yes, I moved to Charlotte for work, for my job, like a lot of other people that have moved to the area recently. Um, I program Roombas. 
Oh, That's really? A robot. And with the with the real estate boom we're seeing in Charlotte, uh, there's also uh, a dust and garbage boom on <laughs> people's floors that they need resolved. And I program the Roombas to to map out. Uh, I mean, to clean people's houses uh-huh. for them. Um, and um, yeah, we're it's a it's a thriving thriving market at the moment. And I'm sorry, who is this with you here? Who is this? Uh, this is my father-in-law. <laughs> okay. My name is Dustin Garbage. <laughs> you, oh, your name is Dustin Garbage. Yeah. And you, but you're related by marriage. I he I brought him into the fold of business. <laughs> I brought oh, him into the folds it's a of my wallet. business, and you married into it. Well, I've you know I've had several very good ideas for businesses that have all somehow been tanked by environmental factors <laughs> okay. out of my control. I'm going to yes, run down uh, a list of those. What, just give us a sample of what some of those businesses were. Yeah, why don't... Those failed businesses. I'd like to hear about these because I was there for... I, I bankrolled most of them. Oh, so there was uh, the, 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 the one that I really, that really broke my heart was called Barrel Full of Monkeys. <laughs> And um, it was uh, it was supposed to be uh, sort of a, a restaurant microbrewery okay. where the chairs were all barrels that you sat on at the tables, oh. and one one of the barrels every night would be full of monkeys. <laughs> and so the the idea was that dinner becomes a much more exciting venture when you never know if all of a sudden you're going to be pushed off your chair and attacked by monkeys that have been put into a barrel and starved all day. I mean... I can't believe that wasn't more successful. I told him that it should have been named Monkey Business. (laughs) He did. It wouldn't have failed. He did say that. I think, you know... I have to say that um, I have really... I've really tried to to incorporate some of my 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 father-in-law here's ideas into the business. I mean, he is funding them, so he is a partner. That's right. Um, but full partner, full partner. His full. insistence on his full partners. Full partner. 50-50. 60 40. 60 50. <laughs> We're still working it out. <laughs> 60 50, yeah. But his insistence on standing at the back of the room every uh. night and glaring at the customers, <laughs> specifically the barrel that he knew the monkeys oh, were in. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, you really? You were giving away which surprise. barrel the monkeys were in. <laughs> I didn't want a lawsuit. Okay, Mr. Garbage, why did you glare at the customers? Well, there was a a chance that maybe I wasn't so keen on Marguerite marrying. Oh, you didn't approve. Marrying no, at all? I get. Th- oh, you don't. You wanted her to stay. And then he came around. Okay. Well, it was a real it was a real garbage wedding though. <laughs> it was a classic oh, garbage ceremony. Garbage and family a was garbage there. party and Thank there was you. garbage food. <laughs> it was just absolute garbage. Those are all event. other businesses. We have a catering business. <laughs> What's the name of the business? Garbage food. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What other businesses do you own? Oh, we have a custodial business. Uh-huh. What's that called? It's called Garbage Cleanup. <laughs> it's really a whole garbage Small empire. It's a whole mountain of garbage. We do that events. We do tours uh-huh. in the mountains. And what's that called? Garbage mountains. 
<laughs> Mountains of garbage. What about that juice bar you started? Ooh, garbage juice. <laughs> that one that one was on me. That didn't do so well. No one ever came. It really doesn't matter how much vitamin C you cram into it. If you call it garbage juice, <laughs> just as unappealing. You'd think that if it was green, you, people would know it was good for you, but... You could squeeze all the superfoods in the world into, into a glass. One juice. <laughs> and call it garbage juice, but it's... Nobody wants to drink it. <laughs> all right, well, I see Ex- that they're, uh, they're opening the doors now. I know you want to get in there and see comedy bang, bang. Any, any last words you'd like to leave us with? Despite your consistent failures in business... <laughs> I've accepted you. <laughs> so you. I'm sorry, your last words are directly to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. I thought oh. That's, oh, you're I thought crying. We were... You're crying. Oh, my goodness. Oh, are you okay? Oh, you're, you are 100% oh, a garbage oh, person. Oh, oh. Oh. Oh, I can't tell you how long I've waited <laughs> for someone to say those words to me. All right. So, Healing, we're going to take another break, and we'll be right back with more fun. This show is going to be garbage. If you are sick with COVID-19 or think you might have it, stay home except to get medical care. Monitor your symptoms. If your symptoms get worse, contact your doctor. Get rest and stay hydrated. Avoid public transportation, ride-sharing, or taxis. And take these six steps to protect others. Wear a mask over your mouth and nose if you must be around other people. Cover your mouth and nose with a tissue when you cough or sneeze. Clean your hands often with soap and water or use hand sanitizer, especially after coughing or sneezing. As much as possible, stay in a separate room and away from others in your home. Avoid sharing personal household items such as dishes, utensils, towels, or bedding. Wash these items thoroughly after using them. And clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters and doorknobs, every day. To learn more, visit cdc.gov. Uh, and we are back. Uh, we had some great guests. Uh, hey, how about in honor of Comedy Bang Bang, we play a quick game of Would You Rather? Would You Rather? You guys oh, up for yeah. that? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. sure. I got in trouble for playing Would You Rather in front of some executives one time. <laughs> yeah, I yes. thought we were. it was all fun and games. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we started playing Would You Rather and... One of the executives was not a, f- a fan of my suggestion oh. and asked if I was 12. Whoa. So I Guys. just slowly moonwalked away. Sorry, I just got some news. That's that very exciting. Um, but th- I'm not spoiling this because it this will go out after it's already happened. Did Jason untie his knots? No, no, Jason. Jason, stop struggling. <laughs> <laughs> No, for the Comedy Bang Bang show tonight, there's a special guest. Do you want me to spoil <gasps> who it is? Yeah. You, Let us you guys want to hear, really? It'll yeah, spoil it for you, but we'll it's not for everybody else. Very close. Uh, so, Comedy Bang Bang, we said number, the very first comedy podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The number one comedy podcast right now is what? What would you say? Uh, Conan, oh, yeah. needs, a Conan friend. needs a Friend. 
Conan O'Brien will be at the show tonight. You are kidding. No kidding. I am dead. I would not kid about something Kale's like got that. The hot no way. Conan O'Brien is here. The hot news. In, the, in this mean, building right I would have been excited if you said Matt Gourley. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our apologies to uh, Matt Gourley. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> All right. Well, in Charlotte. let's do the bullshit we said we were going to do now. That's <laughs> suck the air out of everything. <laughs> This is going to be great. This <laughs> right. is a game we call Would You Rather. Would You Rather. This would be the first time I'd listen to a podcast where they say that the big surprise is something happening <laughs> in a building where the podcast is being recorded. <laughs> as opposed to on the actual podcast. <laughs> I mean, why stop there? What else is going yes. on in the world? Have we got any breaking news updates from the New York Times? Yeah. St- stick around, folks. <laughs> Dropped a Sluicy. <laughs> uh, all right. Hey. All right, guys. It's time to play Would You Rather. rather. Uh, would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? Whoa. You can only have one. Opening the floor for questions. You may have. You may ask questions. Until we close the floor, and then you have to decide. In either rather. scenario, can I change that future? Uh, I haven't or called is it on inevitable? you yet. I haven't called on you yet, Sam. Oh, oh, Sam, floor is open for questions. I have no further questions. <laughs> okay. No, I had the one question: If uh, can mm-hmm. you change the future that you see? It's a great question. Yes, anything that you do will change the future, and you will be able to see what has changed in that future. How? Yeah, <laughs> Blake. The raising my hand. You're acknowledged. How many times can like? What are the logistics of it? Like, how many mm. times could I just see 150 years or 10 minutes into the future? Oh, just like over and over yeah. and over again. Great, great question. See, he's thinking. All right, uh, infinitesimal. Wow. So you can as many times as you can change things. Things will change and shift. Question. <laughs> you don't have to raise your hand. All right. You can't see your hand on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I'm, I don't know. Um, it, can I see other people's futures or just my own? Ooh, uh, hmm, that's a great question. Great question. Great question. You can see the future of anyone that you are connected to or related to. Interesting. Follow up. Do I have to be touching them to see their future? Yes, uh, if you've ever seen the Stephen King movie, um, Dead Zone. Dead Zone. Yes, it's like that. You have to like touch them, and then you have to like jolt, like when you touch them. Next follow up. Doesn't even happen to me when I see the future like physically embarrassing. <laughs> By the way, Christopher Walken in that movie, Dead Zone. Very, it's great. I um, believed that he had just come out of a coma. <laughs> he looks he looks like somebody who just came out of a coma. Uh, still I don't does. remember what your question was, but the answer is yes. Physically uh, embarrassing things happening to me when I see it. Like, do I have a big... Oh, can you oh, react? Oh, yes, do thank it? you. Do I convulse? Yeah. Do I wet myself? Do, you know. Yeah, anything that you see happening to you is going to feel like it's happening already right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, let's see. Do I have to be in a certain 
place to do? Like, do I have to have my eyes closed? <laughs> is it, do I need to go to a special like screen? Is, am I seeing this future on my phone? Kind of how, what's the, how's that uh, happening? Yes, you can only see the future on an Apple smartwatch. Oh. It's a very tiny screen. Got to get one. Well, that's kind of helpful, the tiny screen. Hmm. And is, when I'm seeing the future, is it? Wait one second. Yes. Floor is closed for questions. Oh. No more questions. Say la vie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and so now we, uh, we need your answer now. Would you rather be able to see 10 minutes in the future or 150 years into the future? Sam, what is your answer? I'm going to start by saying that I am a huge, um, a huge Nicolas Cage fan. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go with 10 minutes <laughs> just based on the film Next. Okay. Where oh. he can see moments into the future. Uh-huh. Based and on a Philip K. Dick novel. So... Um, Oh yeah, I also a big fan of Philip K. Dick. So he's gonna write it. I don't think he. I don't know if he ever wrote about someone seeing 150 years in the future. <laughs> so if he didn't, then I certainly don't want that. Okay, I'm gonna go 10 minutes. All right, good answer, good answer. Yeah. Blake, I'm gonna take my face off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I and switch would, it with Sam. Uh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry, I just pictured that. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Too sexual. <laughs> Um, Are you going to do the laser body hair changes, too? <laughs> that was the most exciting technology. <laughs> yes. I just liked watching him <laughs> clunk around in those magnetic boots. <laughs> oh, okay. I would, I would go 10 minutes as well, just because of the... I feel like... Being able to see 150 years down the road, I think I, it would just be way too existentially stressful. I don't know if I would actually be able to function in the present. I would be way too <laughs> focused on what is going to happen versus uh-huh. being here right All right. So now. your choice is? 10 minutes. 10 minutes. And your choice is? Oh, 10 minutes. 10 minutes. I think you really risk a Cassandra scenario if you can see 150 years into the future. I mean, you know, especially on the trajectory that we're on now, you're going to see some pretty horrific stuff. And <laughs> you, you probably will have a hard time convincing people. That's, uh, that correct, that's the correct happen. answer is yes. 10 minutes. Yes. 150 years would be too foreign for you. You wouldn't understand what you were saying, especially on correct. that tiny Apple Watch. Yes. Great it, job. Thanks for playing. Would you rather? That was great. Thank you, Kale. Yeah. Cool. Now let's uh, open up the plug bag. Give the bunny back. Open up the plug bag. Anything to plug, including anything that might be streaming right now, Blake? Oh, yeah. I had the pleasure of playing uh, Teddy Roosevelt. What? In an hour-long special called Buffalo Hunters, and it is about the demise and rise of the American Buffalo. It was produced by um, um, some local Charlotte folks called Susie Films. Um, My great friend directed all of the reenactments, asked me if I'd be interested in being Teddy Roosevelt, and it was movie magic. And that is streaming. That is out in the world. Where can I find that? Buffalo Keepers call uh, on Prime Peacock, Hoopla, Tubi, and Roku. 
I think you made up like three. Well, of those. I was gonna say some of those were just just making sounds. <laughs> and Bing Bong and Zulu. <laughs> Bing Bong. <laughs> All right, thank you, Sam. Anything to plug? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I have uh, recently appeared in reenactments of the Disney film Moana, <laughs> as well as in Kanto. Um, oh, wow! Where I played various roles uh, while my 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 son helped me to reenact the stories there. I uh, uh, was also <laughs> in a a, a new feature, um, Clash of the. Titan Monsters, um, where I played the role of helpless victim. Uh-huh. And where can people see this? Uh, mostly in our living room. <laughs> okay. um, none of it is. It's, it's really, it's, I would say, probably t- a little too avant-garde for, for mass media consumption. Yeah, Samsung it's really is ahead an of its auteur. Time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an all tour all tour uh yeah and i would love to plug uh on this very network the podcast from hell which if you yes. search the back catalog you will find both of these fellows doing some very funny things as well as the queen city comedy experience happening all throughout august there's still two weekends of great shows go and uh check those out including the closing night which is going to be huge 10 o'clock the closing night show will be some very special surprises I can't say that Conan O'Brien is not going to be there, so get your tickets you now. Confirm nor deny. Is it <laughs> Queen City Comedy Experience dot com? Queen City Comedy Experience. Uh, you can go to uh, qcce twenty two dot com, or you can just go to Blumenthal Performing Arts backslash Queen City Comedy Experience. Very cool. cool. Go get it, folks. It's a great. It's a great event. Yes, yeah, so baby. much fun. So much different <laughs> kinds of comedy. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, Jason, I'm going to give you the last word. Uh, Tied up, Jason. Oh, hey, don't be that way. Don't be that way. Kiss your mother with that mouth. You're going to leave that tape on. The Comedy Zone Podcast is a production of Comedy Zone Worldwide and is recorded in a bunker just off the Comedy Zone showroom at the Abbott Exchange Music Factory in Charlotte, North Carolina. The executive producers of the Comedy Zone Podcast are Brian Heffern and Brian Bumpashevitz. Talent Wrangler is Mike Hall. Original music composed and performed by John McKeever. <laughs>